We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my fantastic friend and you fabulous soul. I'm so, so very honored to be spending some time with you and connecting with you today here on Journey to Center. So are you happy with yourself and do you love your life? If not, today I hope to support you in getting a bit more clarity, give you some simple tools and support you in lining up with your soul self, tuning into your heart and turning up your wattage. You know, so often in life, we think we have to do things we don't want to do. Louise Hay says many of us should on ourselves. But, you know, if we turn our shoulds into coulds, we can make our choices more of an option than a demand. We can make the things we need to do more of a request than judging ourselves for not doing what we should do. This is when we're more open than closed and where joy, peace, prosperity, and divine alignment can start to imbue our bodies, minds, and lives. I believe everything we want comes from our connection to our higher self. But many of us, including me for many years, were not conscious of the importance of this relationship. And when I did start to open my mind to it and also open my heart to the possibility of cultivating a relationship with my higher self, things really started to shift. Today I know that having this relationship with my higher self is a vital piece of my manifesting a happy life puzzle. And this, as in so many things, begins with the power of awareness. Did you know there's an expanded version of yourself that knows your contracts, your spiritual and earthly curriculum, your talents, abilities, and propensities even better than you know yourself? To open your mind to this possibility is the first step. You may not believe it, but that's okay. Just a slightly cracked open mind is all it takes to get started on a path to a life of greater clarity, peace, happiness, prosperity, and great love. So if you'd like more of these things, if this sounds at all appealing to you, I hope you will play with some of these notions, techniques, tools, and possibilities and be like a spiritual scientist. Take what works for you and leave the rest. What I know for sure is that when we try to do life all on our own and think we are the ones in charge, we will eventually suffer. And for me, I suffered a lot. At one point, I was praying to God, God, I feel so alone. I feel so sad. He said, but the truest truth, Tammy, is that you are not alone. We are all one. Spiritual teachers have said this, and perhaps on some level, maybe I kind of believed it was true, but I certainly didn't feel it. So I decided to open my mind and play with this possibility. Then, quote unquote, miraculously, I stumbled upon great books, teachers, classes, and courses. And as they say, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. I think when we open our minds, those right people and possibilities can show up with grace and ease and support in our lives. 
So my earth angels were the ones that engaged with my newly opening mind and proceeded to help me open my heart. And this is when the magic started to happen. I actually believe a closed heart is the greatest contributing factor to health challenges, mental suffering, emotional angst, angst, stress, and the disconnection to our soul. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Life can hurt. And I don't know anyone who doesn't have a story that wouldn't break our hearts. But what I found, if our heart is kind of broken, it's best to allow it to break all the way open. It is said pain is the universal great awakener. And the waking up can be hard. And yes, it can hurt. And almost always, maybe always, there will be tears. On the other side of a wide open heart is the destination of great relief, peace, clarity, and freedom. So many of us hold constrictions and our emotional pain in our bodies. And our bodies are really the sacred vehicle and tuning fork for our soul. And pain or disease always has a message for us, information that can support us on our path. But so often we want the pain to stop, which again is natural. We want to move away from pain. And this goes for mental pain, emotional pain, and physical pain. But pain is not the enemy. It is a messenger. And if we kill the messenger or medicate it, or try to put a Band-Aid on it, or make it go back to sleep. What our soul is trying to teach us and tell us is squelched and perhaps silenced for a while. But then if you're familiar with that carnival game, Whack-A-Mole, even though you smash it down in one area, it could pop up somewhere else. And usually in an even more intense way and creating even more pain and suffering. No one is guaranteed a pain-free life. I don't believe there is such a thing. Pain is part and parcel of being human and living this experience of separation from love and the divine. But when pain is no longer the enemy, and when we can start to look at it as a teacher, an important messenger, when we can actually make friends with our pain with the intention to listen and to learn, we can unravel the pain. We can alleviate our hurts. We can become informed on a soul level, make better friends with our higher self, soul self, and source. And this in turn can improve every aspect of our lives. You know, I recently had a client and he came to me in a lot of pain and he was only aware of the physical pain. But almost always, there's emotional pain associated with physical pain. And if we, again, simply medicate our hurts, we're missing the real goal, the real opportunity for expanding, growing, learning, and lining up with our soul self. So this gentleman had had a couple of different surgeries over the course of the last six months. He'd had a hip surgery and a, um, a back surgery. And then um, he actually had a hernia surgery. So he was, I felt like the universe was clearly playing whack-a-mole with this guy. When he came to me, his knee was in a lot of pain and he thought perhaps it was time to 
consult with an orthopedic surgeon about a subsequent surgery. And I said, I really think it's time to listen to what this pain has to say. What is the message? Because it feels like it's just moving around. And he was a pretty left brain guy. So this was a little bit radical for him. But he was, I think, getting tired of the anesthesia, the surgery, and having to take all this time off of work. So we did a process where I had him turn inward. And I'm going to do this for you a little bit later in the show, where I had him just go inside to the place of the pain in his knee. And I asked it, and I said, this might seem a little strange, it might seem a little weird, but just be like a spiritual scientist and let's just go with this. And as you turn inward and settle into that place in your knee, I'd like you to get a sense of what color it is. And he goes, well, um, it seems like it's orange with black stripes. I said, very good. And just thank it for revealing itself to you. We're listening. And I said, now imagine, what shape is it? What texture is it? What temperature is it? And he said it felt like a fireball. So I said, well, just imagine taking the fireball out of your knee and holding it gently in your hands in front of you. And now for a moment, just imagine healing light moving into the area that that fireball was in and bringing in a sense of soothing and cooling and healing. Because now we've got the fireball in our hands and we're going to listen to it. We're going to talk to it. We want to know what its message is. So just take as long as you need for that healing light to go into that area, soothing it and bringing it comfort. So he took a moment when he was ready. He said, okay, I, my knee feels better now. So I said, does fireball have a name? We're making friends with it. So we want to be able to communicate with it um, in an in a open fashion, in a grateful um, posture. So we said his name was Fred the Fireball. And he goes, well, that's kind of funny. And I said, well, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? And he thought maybe he was losing his mind a little bit. But I, this was fantastic from my perspective. So I said, let's just tell Fred we are listening. We want to know what his message is. We want to know what he has to say. We don't want to try to surgically remove him. We want to listen. We want to learn. So he sat there for a moment and he goes, I don't know if this is my imagination or not. And I said, well, maybe it is, but let's go ahead and continue with the process and play with it. Keep our minds open. And all of a sudden he started to get tears in his eyes. And I asked him what the tears had to say. What is the message, the deeper message of this Fred the fireball and the tears? And he said, I'm, I'm sad. I miss, I feel like I miss my mom. His mom had transitioned about a year prior and he hadn't ever really grieved that situation. He was a very logical guy and basically um, said, you know, everybody dies. That's just the way it is. And didn't really allow himself to process the grief and the emotional aspect of this loss. So I said, this is good to allow the tears to come up and to flow. And sort of like a good rain can clear the atmosphere. Sometimes our tears can clean out our inner atmosphere. And with that, it can also alleviate our physical hurt, our physical pain, our physical suffering. And I said, what would bring you peace? And he said, 
I guess, to allow myself to cry. And I said, I think that is a very good suggestion to always allow the tears to come up when they present themselves. You know, so often we think we're strong when we can squelch them or push them down or avoid them. I was called an ice princess many years ago, and I thought it was a compliment because I appeared so stoic and so strong. But really, it was a false strength, our truer strength, our truer um, power comes from our willingness to be real, to be authentic, to be vulnerable. And that includes the entire landscape of emotion from fear and sadness and anger and grief. And that opens us up to the other end of joy, of peace, of happiness, of freedom. To try to avoid and deny one aspect of our human self is to shut down to the more magical aspect of our human self. So as my client allowed these tears to flow, and as we continue to dialogue and listen to the wisdom of Fred the Fireball, what he came to was the happiest of his memories as a child, going to the mountains and camping. And so I asked him if he would be willing to make that commitment to himself to Fred the fireball, if they could maybe take some time to go to the mountains, be in nature, camp, perhaps consider some of his happy childhood memories with his parents and siblings and if tears came up to allow them. And he did say that he was willing to make this commitment. And I think this is really a very important point to make. If we do commit to ourselves in a, in a way along these lines to follow through with them because if we commit to ourselves and then we don't follow through the pain can come back in a more um, intense manner so it is important to keep our word and especially to ourselves and as we do this for ourselves it is um, more natural and easier to show up in a committed and integrous way with other people and with life and that is the solid foundation we need to be on in order to manifest a life of great love, of prosperity, of vibrant health. We must keep our promises. And so my client did indeed make a commitment to himself and he did indeed follow through. And interestingly enough, but not surprising from my perspective, his knee pain has dissolved. He no longer feels like he needs to go um, have another surgical procedure. He feels great relief and he is lining up with his soul self. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, everything we want really does come from that. And if we can look at our pain again as a message, as information, as wisdom that is tapping us on the shoulder. And if we're not listening, it taps a little harder and it taps a little harder and it taps a little harder. You know, I've, um, I love this saying, and I've said this a lot, if you've ever hung out with me before, God throws pebbles, stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. And often by the time we need surgery or we're flat on our back from an accident, there's been opportunities to hear the message from our soul self, but we just haven't been in a place that we were listening. So I know this was true for me. 
I've experienced a lot of accidents. I've experienced a lot of health challenges. And I finally got to the point where I want to hear the message before it becomes a devastation or a tragedy or something really intensely, painfully profound. So I live my life listening every day. And I will ask my physical self, was that a pebble? Was that a pebble? I'm listening. And I do this simple process. And wisdom always bubbles up. And answers always reveal themselves about how to navigate and what to do. It really is such a beautiful process. And it can be so simple once we understand it, once we start to participate with it. So I'd like to hold space for you to maybe explore and experience this and experiment with this for yourself right now. And once you understand the process, you don't even need me. You can do this on your own. And perhaps we're not going to go as deep as you can or you would like because we have to move through it fairly quickly. We can't spend 45 minutes doing this. Um, But once you understand the questions and how to go about this, you can spend more time with it on your own. So just now I'd like you to imagine relaxing into your physical self and closing your eyes as long as you're not driving. If you're driving, don't do this. Don't do it with your eyes closed. Maybe listen to this a bit later. And just now I'd like you to scan your body inwardly. Are you sensing any place inside of you where you're constricted? Maybe holding some pain or hurt physically. And if not physically, maybe you're just getting a sense of tightness or constriction. And I want you to go to the place in your body that calls to you the the loudest or the first that's making itself known and settle your awareness into that area. And now I'd like you to get a sense of what color this place is inside of you, this place of constriction or hurt. What color is it? Whatever comes to your mind's eye, there is no right or wrong. Just trusting the process. And what shape is it? Is there a temperature to it? A texture? However this comes forward for you is just fine. And now imagine, if you will, taking this shape, this color, this energy, taking it out of your body and placing it in the palm of your hands in front of you, holding it lightly, holding it gently. And imagine, if you will, breathing a cool, shimmering, healing light into that newly opened space, imbuing it with a sense of peace and comfort, compassion and love. Relaxing. Releasing. Becoming very present with this process. And now turning your attention again inwards to the energy that's in the palm of your hands and asking this shape, this color, what it wants you to know right now. What is its message? What is its intention? 
And perhaps in the past you weren't available or ready to hear its message, but now you are. You're sorry you weren't available before now, but you didn't know how important this was. You didn't know that this was a possibility, that you could have this kind of heartfelt conversation with this messenger. So once again, asking this color, this shape, what its message is, what is its wisdom that it wants to share with you? What does it want you to know right now? And listen for a moment quietly within as this wisdom bubbles up. Again, thanking this energy for its message. Perhaps asking it if it has a name. Does it have a name or something it would like to be called as you continue this dialogue and friendship with it? And just listen again inwardly for what it has to say. And now you can ask it if it has anything else it wants you to know. Any other messages, any other, is there any other information that you would benefit from knowing right now? Any final words of wisdom? Again, listening to the message and information that bubbles up. And once again, thanking it, blessing it, appreciating it, sending it gratitude for it wanting to be in communication with you. And if there's any commitments you want to make, any promises about how you want to proceed in your life, if you make that commitment, be sure to follow through. Thanking it, blessing it. And perhaps you want to continue the conversation a bit later. And that can happen in a couple of different ways. You can actually get a journal out or a notebook and write down what you've experienced in this process and then be able to go back and forth as in a conversation, listening to it, learning from it, becoming friends with it. And this is how we heal. I've used this process at night when I haven't been able to sleep and I feel anxious. And I will go to the place in my body that I'm feeling the anxiety. And sometimes it's my stomach or my gut or my upper diaphragm. And then I will bring it out and look at it and talk to it, listen to it and allow it to inform me. And I don't believe I've ever participated in this process without some sort of information and relief happening. And I see miracles happen all the time when I do this process with clients. And I hope it's a process that can also support you. So again, it's not necessarily natural to do this kind of thing. Because when we have pain, we want to move away from it. But when we can look again at the pain as a messenger, as our friend, as a teacher... We can start to listen in a deeper way and again, align with our soul self and source. And again, everything we want and need comes from that. We are hardwired to survive. We are not hardwired to thrive. But some of these simple processes can support you in thriving and get to higher ground in your life. And I want that for you. I've made that journey from grief to grace from heartbreak to hope, and from fear to faith. 
And now that I'm living in this space of freedom and peace, celebration and great love, I want this for as many people that want it for themselves. And I hope you do as well. So please know that I invite a conversation with you. If you want to write to me at TammyBPhD.com, I would love to hear from you about your personal experiences. Also, Facebook and Instagram are great ways to connect. And I also have my free ebook and guided meditation on my website, T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com. And I want, um, I hope, I intend, I pray that this information, that that ebook and the guided meditation can support you in living a life of greater joy, happiness, peace, alignment, and great love. It's fun to do this show. I love connecting with Remy and my producers, but what makes it really rich and wonderful is to be in relatedness and relationship with you. So I invite you to be in touch and just please know that you're in my heart, my meditations, my prayers. And I hope you know how important, exquisite, lovely, valuable, and wonderful you are from the perspective of the divine and your angels and for me. So take good, gentle care of yourself. Listen to your pain. Allow it to inform you and support you and help you get to higher ground. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. You're adored and adorable and worthy of amazing things. I hope you know that. I hope you're feeling that. And I hope you're relaxing into the truth and beauty of who you are. God bless you on your path. Onward and upward. Take care of yourself. And be in touch. Bye for now.